Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. A podcast looking back into the Jewish roots of our faith. For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. I'm Heather. And I'm Jonathan. And we are your co-hosts. This podcast is part of the Youth Cartel Podcast Network. Hey friends, it's Heather here. You might be sitting there wondering, hey, uh, what happened to the new episode that posted today? Well, here's the quick story. Uh, Jonathan and I actually recorded two episodes on two well-known Jewish wars that took place in Jewish history, the First Jewish Revolt and the Bar Kokhba Revolt, before the war broke out in Israel and Palestine. And although I added uh, a little bit of an explanation about that to the episode, as I was listening to that episode this morning, I started to have this funny feeling that maybe this just wasn't the right time even with the explanation for the episode, considering uh, the current state of Israel and Palestine. So I reached out to a few Christian friends, some who think fairly similar to me and with similar life experiences and other Christian friends who think differently than me and have different life experiences. And not surprisingly, the friend who thinks most like me thought the episode was fine. And the others who think quite differently than me said it just wasn't the right time to release the episode. So that's why I unpublished the episode. And so I thought we could have a fun discussion today on that. Uh, Because here's the truth, right? In my previous years as a follower of Jesus, I would have been too prideful to reach out to others. And quite frankly, I probably wouldn't have reached out to the people who think differently than me. Because they probably would have told me things that I didn't agree with because of how I felt about the situation. But now as I've grown as a follower of Jesus, I've found great value in hearing the opinions of others because I see that they offer a perspective that maybe I might not even consider. They have life experience and other ways in which they see the world that I don't. And they might even have expertise or wisdom that God has given them that I don't have yet. So I want to share a story from my life about how I saw this play out in my life as a younger leader. Um, So when I was working as a youth pastor at a church in Illinois, I had come up with this, what I thought was a really great idea. Okay. And I had decided to bring in this big band, a Christian band that was fairly well known and to hold this big rally after uh, a football game because my town loved football, small town. Okay. And uh, football was like everything. Everybody was at the football game. And so I thought, well, what better way to, um, reach people for Jesus than to go where the kids already are. And so I set everything up. I pulled in this band. I had spent a really good amount of money to make this happen. And about, uh, two or three weeks before the event was supposed to happen, uh, the rug got pulled out from under me. Um, someone from uh, within the school said, "Hey, look, we can't have this event at the football field. You, you've got, you've got to move it somewhere else." And so um, I decided to keep the event. I moved it to a different location in town. And um, as I was contemplating all these things of, is this the wisest thing to do? I started reaching out to people and asking their opinion. But quite honestly, I didn't really hear their opinion. Uh, I just asked for it. But I, in my heart, I 
and in my immaturity, I was still going to do what I wanted to do. Uh, and there were some people who raised questions of Heather. I don't, I don't think this is a wise thing to move forward on. And although I, I heard what they said, I didn't really consider it, and I didn't um, want to uh, listen to that wise counsel. And I feel a lot like what uh, King Solomon writes. He says, uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty two: Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. So although there was some wise counsel in my life who was saying, yeah, I don't think this is the right, the best idea. You know, I, I kind of went to the people who I knew would be for it. And I said, hey, what do you think? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I kind of went after their advice. And so I went ahead with the event and it was a total flop. Um, I think, and this is not an exaggeration, I think maybe 10, 15 teenagers showed up. And uh, that was it. There was nothing big that happened that night other than the fact that I spent a lot of money and um, didn't listen to wise counsel. And so had I listened to the voices around me that were cautioning me, telling me this night might not have been the best idea, I could have avoided this situation and I could have been a better steward of those resources. But in my own pride, I couldn't even see that although I was asking for other people's opinion, I still went ahead and did what I wanted. In fact, a couple of years after that, I uh, was reaching out to people as I was kind of on this journey of wanting to grow and change and become a more mature leader. I, I asked, you know, where's an area where I need to grow? And one leader specifically said, you ask for people's opinion, but you still do what you want. And I realized, Ooh, okay, so I need to change my attitude and my rebellious heart in this area so that I can be a different kind of leader. And so um, so I share all that just to say, you know, if we're going to make it in ministry, in this journey of loving people, of being a disciple maker, being a minister and someone who cares and shepherds people, we have to come with an attitude of humility. We can't come with an attitude of, I'm the leader. No, no, no. We have to come with an attitude of, I'm the servant to the people to whom God has entrusted to me. We have to come as a learner. You know, I think, truthfully, if I'm being honest, and if there's younger leaders listening to this podcast right now, I want to encourage you to not be intimidated by people who know more than you, by people who have more wisdom than you. Because look, the church didn't hire you because you've got it all figured out. They hired you because they see something in you. And the more you invite people around you and you create a ministry that isn't all about you and your image, but about you loving and caring for people and inviting others in who have the gifts that you don't, it will expand your ministry. But if you feel so threatened by the gifts of others or the wisdom of others, your ministry will stifle and you'll sit back in your office going, why don't I have any volunteers? Hmm. Why is my ministry not growing? Hmm. Why do all the people just want to seem to help in the kids ministry, but not the youth ministry? When maybe, just maybe, we need to sit back and ask ourselves hard questions and ask ourselves, am I the kind of leader that invites other people in by listening? other people's opinions by listening 
to their wisdom by listening to them because maybe they have a perspective that you don't or a life experience that would help them in that way. You know, if you are talking about marriage and you're not a married person to your teenagers, it would be wise to talk to some married people instead of just, you know, coming up with your own ideas about it, right? Like this is this is the wisdom of inviting other people and asking counsel to join us on our journey of leading other people. So, for example, if if you're leading a big event and you're wondering how it's going to affect families and maybe you don't have a family, talk to people with families and gather their thoughts and opinions. It wouldn't be wise for you to talk to your other friends who don't have kids and say, what do you do in these situations, right? It would be wise to invite the counsel of others who, again, have different life experiences than you, who think differently than you, to expand your ability to love and care for people. So if you want to start reaching out to the special needs community, talk to a special needs mom, maybe some kids from a Hispanic community or something like that, or showing up at your youth ministry, it wouldn't be wise for you to go and talk to your Italian friends and be like, Hey, tell me how I reach these kids for the Lord. (laughs) Right. You want to talk with those who understand that community. And this is, this is the value that I have found as a leader is that sometimes I'm pressed up against a wall and I have to make a decision. Okay. What am I going to do next? And am I going to allow fear and pride to drive my decision? Or am I going to be humble enough to ask for help and to invite people in who are going to offer a different perspective? Maybe, maybe they have certain beliefs about God that I don't even agree with. And, And sometimes, you know, friends that I have see the Bible a little bit differently than me. They might have different opinions on different issues within the scriptures but I still want to listen because they still might offer a perspective that could be helpful. And it might honestly challenge me in my beliefs to make me dig a little bit deeper and to grow me in a way that would uh, cause me to be the kind of disciple of my master who would dig all the more deeper to understand that which I believe to be true. And so as I kind of wrap up this episode today, I just want to encourage you to do the very same thing, to invite people into your life, to listen to what they have to say so that you don't end up like I did with that concert being a total flop because I didn't listen to the wise counsel of those around me. You know, I think of uh, King Rehoboam in 1 Kings chapter 12, where it says in verse 8, then King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon, his father, while he was yet alive, saying, how do you advise me to answer this people? And they said to him, if you will be a servant to this people today and serve them and speak good words to them, when you answer them, they will be your servants forever. But check it, verse 8, but he abandoned the counsel that the old men gave him and took counsel with young men who had grown up with him and stood before him. And he said to them, what do you advise that we answer this people who have said to me, lighten the yoke that your father put on us? And the young men who had grown up with him said to him, thus shall you speak to this people who said to you, your father made our yoke heavy, but you lightened it for us. Thus shall you say to them, my little finger is thicker than my father's thighs. I can 
picture an evil laugh taking place here, right? And now, whereas my father laid on you a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. And as the scripture tells us, Rehoboam does not listen to the wisdom of the aged, to the wisdom of the older generations, but he he listens to his friends and it goes really bad for him. It goes really bad for him. And so friend, as you step out as a leader, continue to be the type of person who invites others in so that you can grow, so that you can become a leader who follows what the Proverbs say, listen to advice, accept instruction, that you may gain wisdom in the future. So, hey, we love y'all. We hope you have an awesome day loving the people whom God has given you to shepherd. And it's a hard journey. It's tough. But we believe in you uh, and we're here for you and uh, we want to help you grow. So definitely check out our Facebook group. Uh, check us out at firstcenturyyouthministry.com. Get connected with the different resources and cohorts that we do. And we would love to get to know you. Thanks for joining us for this episode. And we'll see you next time. Bye.